get your hardcore radio playing hardcore, punk, metal and all other adjacent genres it pretty cool I guess now let's get to moshing. Free Silento, you're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Um, I'm Trevor, and then I have uh, who, who the fuck, who the fuck do I got over here? You got the master Zelda player, X Calamity X, Chris X. Is that is that your name on Zelda? No, but I should change it right now. X Calamity, that seems like too many letter, too many word, letters for your I feel you know, like that's what, too long. You know what's too long for an XX name? What? I don't know. I was just asking if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we get into it, we are a de- uh, we are dead air hardcore radio. Two hours of hardcore radio. We uh, are a hard uh, radio show slash podcast. We play basically new hardcore punk metal and adjacent genres. Anything that revolves around hardcore. We talk about um, just new shit. We don't subscribe to any nostalgia and we play music. We shoot the shit. We don't take ourselves too seriously because hardcore is supposed to be fun. So we kind of go on a lot of side tangents and uh, then we uh, talk to usually a band uh, at least once a week and shoot the shit. This week, it's going to be more of a hardcore adjacent uh, show with Somerset Thrower. Man, I almost, I don't know why. Off Triple B Records, Somerset Thrower. We're going to uh, talk to them about their release on Triple B Records. Um, Super hardcore adjacent. Um, uh, I I could see you on the other side. You're you're smiling. What's what's going on? (laughs) Um, As uh, the listeners are not aware yet, um, you came and did, did a visit yesterday. 
and <laughs> we were uh, kind of you know horsing around making Bef- videos. let's let's put a pin in that for just one second we could talk about that in one second okay, okay. um let's let's do the i want to do make the round of all the information just in case people actually like what they hear okay, um okay, make sure to check out our social medias on um instagram and twitter both at dead air nwcz also you can check out us on facebook facebook.com slash dead air hardcore radio we also have a dead air hardcore radio group which is just dead um dead air hardcore radio group that just type that in there you go and then uh we also you can email us dead air nwcz for submissions um you know hate mail we also have you know uh, unlike other um places we have a tiktok uh at dead air and actually no at um it's d-a-h-c-253 my bad d-a-h-c-253 you can also subscribe to us on um spotify um itunes um apple podcasts i mean as well as uh Google Podcasts, we're through Anchor, and you know anywhere you really get podcasts. So please subscribe, uh, make you know let us uh, let us know what you think. I'm also um, tonight when we're done, I'm me and Chris are are gonna talk about um, finally getting a Patreon together and doing like a. I have some ideas for actual Patreon episodes for uh, extra content for people who actually um, have been reaching out and giving a shit about what we do, and I appreciate people who have been. Um, you know, tell, telling us they they have been enjoying what they've been hearing, even though me and Chris have no idea what the fuck we're doing. So when people say, wow, I really like your shit, I'm like, really? Uh, <laughs> anyways, so Chris, you were going to say something. Go, go ahead. You got it. What the hell was that? Uh, that was one of the videos. <laughs> but the the reason why uh, Ble- the the a, a famous you know black compilation as as one would see on um, TikTok. I just happened to open the TikTok and and see that the what was it like the second no third video we did it or like it's already at almost eleven k views. <laughs> it was the one where it was like Kareed. I was like what. People love Creed. Um, Dude, what I love what can I what can I say? Um, good content. Good no great great content. Also, the whole day while we were doing that, I feel like people may have skipped over us because there was a gigantic controversy while I was for the day. Um, um, unlike, I don't know how social how Twitter, if Twitter really give hardcore Twitter gives a shit. I feel like hardcore Twitter is pretty much like. A lot of people who are who have been in the know of what of uh, you know of what's going on, or been have a very balanced thing. Because if you go back, like there's been hardcore people on Twitter since the conception of Twitter, um, and Facebook. Who gives a fuck? Um, you know, just just uh, you know, old people telling people what's punk and what's not. And then there's uh, and then we got uh you know trumpy's getting mad <laughs> and but for tiktok um 
the big uh controversy was um people were talking were were getting were talking about straight edge and how like basically there is not a single good straight edge person period <laughs> like I mean, people people started sh- you know what i look in my mirror um, let's 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 take it let's take a good look at each other right now chris are they right you know i'm i'm with the people on this one power to the people you know so we are trash we are straight garbage Blech. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> so and i and i and i feel like subscribe <laughs> i feel like that's fair in a in a sense because like in in somewhat of a in somewhat of a sense that's that's somewhat fair because I feel like a lot of people on TikTok who are part of um, you know punk hardcore or 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 what have you are have there's a lot of people that are like I like I predicted have never been to a show in their entire life and those are very important people to talk to now because like. There's there's chance for change before, you know, because like, you know, a lot of new kids will come in with their hopes and get them fucking shattered by stupid fucking people. And because they want they just want to have a fucking good time and um people wanna people wanna ruin that. And people people are like, well, there is a, you know, there is kind of there is kind of, you know, levels to, you know, to entry in in this and I'm like I I get it you got to be self-aware I'm not I'm not saying go like I'm not saying don't be self-aware and like learn of the you know what goes on in hardcore the culture and whatnot that's what um various other you know podcast bands and other stuff like axe to grind or whatever that has has a lot of past knowledge that is I think important to know but like i just i just think it people like like to like to discourage a lot because so i guess a few things on tiktok so there's a there's a straight edge thing because you know there's some bigger tiktokers talking about how like basically like they've been harassed by fucking straight edge people and like i get it like with uh the some people are from like a lot of the hardcore punk kids on tiktok are from jersey and there's a lot of floor punch stories, a lot of that shit, which is not all bad, but some bad. And then, the, and then, um, you know, just stuff of like what typically you would, um, you know, imagine is happening in in um, straight and hardcore. If you if you if your lens to entry was through um, movies like Edge of Quarrel, um, like like me. Oh my god! So you watched Straight Edge Kegger with me, um, but right, you watched Straight Edge Kegger over at my place, correct? Yeah, while we were having our own Kegger. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, but my entry point. <laughs> but um, I don't think you have. We ever seen? Have you ever seen Edge of Quarrel? Um, I probably saw about half of it, which was cool because I saw you know younger versions of you know pnw icons in there 
that so that was cool but i haven't actually like watched the full thing have you oh yes that was like one of my like big entry points into northwest hardcore um back in high school uh we i went on a trip um with some with some people uh to see some band to see some uh face down bands and some of them were hardcore ish hardcore adjacent like in the realm of hardcore and i wanted to know a lot more back in like 06 07 and uh this this uh along with uh, a lot of the bands that i was i was put onto during that that time um on top of uh, listening to like gorilla biscuits start today record uh for the first time front to back um there's a huge huge entry so i like started really getting to know more about like straight edge and knowing about like the shit that the shit that you know shit that's happened stuff with like courage crew and stuff like that and uh obviously i i didn't experience a lot of that in the pacific northwest i experienced some of fsu um over over time but it was still a pretty small presence and they would come to like bigger shows and it wasn't, it wasn't too, it wasn't too overwhelming. And I don't think you have really experienced anything. And as far as that, with an exception of um, CYC, which is like a completely weird watered down uh, like version of, of all of that, which is like, I, we don't even need to talk about it too much, but it's, it's not the same thing. It's really not, like in in sense like classic like a classic hardcore or straight edge crew is so you haven't really experienced anything in that regard i don't think maybe maybe in california i don't know i maybe on one maybe when you were out of town i mean i seen like you know some representation you know at in cali and in florida gone to FYA a couple of times, but yeah, you know, it's just kind of like what you're saying. Um, do you remember that kind of like era back when like all these like crews were popping up? Not just like around here, but just various versions, you know? Well, the weird thing about like the 2010s, like these like they're completely these the people that were in like any crews that were post 2010 were just really weird. It was not, it was not like what I grew up with, uh, grew up like experiencing whatsoever because it was, uh, and maybe I was just more self-aware, but like there were people like moshing and being weird during like four years strong in the story so far. And I was just like, I was just beyond, it was like, like I'm not about ta- uh, tough guy or toxic things whatsoever, but I'm like, this is beyond just like weirdo shit. <laughs> so, so I so what I've experienced lately, like I talked about it on the show, like two or three years ago, like I had three people randomly meet me in in Tacoma for some for like they tried to chase down my friend and uh, then um, like when they failed to bring me to the ground, they grat, they fucking took, took my jacket and then said they had a, they had a 
they told they said they were they went to the truck and get the nine and i'm like it's not <sighs> that jacket was so was very nice i liked it a lot my mom got it for cop from costco but what the fuck ever and they also fucking almost like fucked up their car peeling out which was which is really fucking funny i don't feel bad talking about that specific group now because they got like one of them uh was a straight like went to back to jail because they were a straight up fucking predator and a piece of shit and they got their ass handed to them um by some military dudes um in tacoma with at like a pizza place because they tried to square up and i'm like and he and the dude dudes just got fucked up. So fuck them. Um petty petty shit is what ruins music in general. And I think that's what to bring it back around, that's what people are just, you know, annoyed about because obviously there are people like that are like have had really bad experiences with straight edge people. Um if you hear meowing in the background, we're going to have animals also through, uh, in the house. Like I, this is one thing I can't, um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to really, uh, stop for as far as quality <laughs> because, because, uh, because we're dog sitting, we're dog sitting a dog that lives at your house. Um, but you can't watch the dog because, it's super complicated. We're dog sitting your roommate's dog, but at your home, but you can't watch them because you work. And so he's at our place and he's, he's there and we have a cat and we're trying to separate them from having their own. They have their own turf and crew beef that we, that we have to try to, um, we have to try to stomp, but, um, just going back to like the straight edge stuff, it really, it really just like is what it is. Um, I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to stop it except be like you and me are straight edge and just be better, just be better people. We have straight edge people who literally don't give a shit. They'll listen to this and think I'm a fucking idiot, which is fine. I just don't, I just don't care. I mean. I might be corny. My podcast might be corny. Uh, my TikTok might be corny, but at least I never made a fucking edge break list. On know, on period. True. Never like, made an edge break list. The problem is, like, there's a lot of really decent and chill straight edge people and a lot of good straight edge bands but i'm like just like i just want to straight up fucking chill like you and me we have non-straight edge part both of us have non-straight edge partners uh we have non-straight we have really close non-straight edge friends and we just want to fucking chill and be straight edge and chill the fuck out but obviously there are people you know um some people from 10 plus years ago who have had issues with some of these straight edge people and some of these straight people who don't go to shows or haven't gone to shows even post pre-pandemic like to just talk shit on the internet and you know do the normal like early 2000s gatekeeping bullshit which is just like it's out the door it's for the birds who gives a fuck like seriously like and you know too it's it's kind of 
and and we're we have and to be fair we have friends who hold these say who who are gonna who are going to be somewhat you know let that are that are strange who like to be who who just like to be and say what they want to say and i can't stop them so fuck it man it's a free country i i totally get the people's you know um sentiment on straight edge especially like when you when you see printed birch that says kill your local drug dealer you know and you have people who you know maybe at least back it up if you're gonna fucking wear that merch the skinniest motherfuckers on the planet wear that and then also the the uh, straight edge is an automatic straight edge straight edge means automatic weapons um that one i've never seen an actual like like two a motherfucker actually wear that like or like the uh would also or someone who can, who or it's someone who fantasizes about having a gun but can only afford the shirt and not actually and not actually afford to be able to carry <laughs> damn call me out like that <laughs> oh shit that's you <laughs> <laughs> uh, no um, St- standing for st- being a being a 2a stand but uh can't actually can't actually back it up <laughs> I'm too poor to afford a gun, so I just played Call of Duty. <laughs> Watch the fuck out. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it definitely gives uh, you know a bad day, man. I totally get that, you know. Um, I I don't know, man. You know, like just like the straight edge, kind of like that corny culture, definitely gives it a bad, a bad, a bad look. It's a bad take. You know, it it definitely <laughs> doesn't age well. Um, you know that that one, and then you know it it, it goes a- along the lines of you know the the whole like kill kill your local drug dealer is like the same as kill your local rapist in like the sense of will people actually do this if they come across someone who is this? A lot of times, no. I mean, you're gonna have maybe someone that probably will go off. But a lot of times, no. Someone will just do it for like maybe a persona check because they feel because they feel because they feel like it. Like you, I just like is as much as that shit gets me like uh you know all riled up. I don't want to. I'm not gonna wear like shit like that unless I'm really ready to do, to to back it up. Which is for the you know pedophile and rapist shit. If I if I had if I if that's if that's the thing like if that's the vibe i'm not gonna fucking hold back like that that's one that's one i'm like no fucking way i'm 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 all i'm all in like for that and it's just like you don't know how it's gonna be in that uh in that thing but that shit makes me so mad i'm like i'd probably be dumb and get myself hurt or killed because i'm not i'm i'm because I would probably overestimate my own strength and think that I'm like, think that I'm, I'm going to be able to, to take the, take a motherfucker that I might not be able to take. But usually most pedos are fucking, are fucking weird, skinny, slimy motherfuckers that, that lurk in the shadows. So maybe all I need is a fucking aluminum bat. This is a weird, this took a weird fucking turn, but like, I'm about that, but don't be about what you're not about. It's the 
is I like being over the top. I like, I like listening to some over the top music and being over the top, but I'm not going to be publicly over the top unless I am willing to be, uh, you know, unless I'm willing to back up, back up that, that mentality. Absolutely. You should pass the mic to Coco to get his take. Do you, you hear Coco in the back? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's practicing his vocals. Nice. Um, so let's go down the line. So TikTok did that. So, so that was, that was yesterday. The following week was a, was a controversy I had with a, with a dude that is to be fair, a hundred percent fair. And I make, I always make it clear when I, when I'm, uh, when I'm self-aware of something, the dude, there was a dude that is a comedian. He's, he's in a grind he's in a grind metal slash hardcore band um he does he does comedy he's also a therapist he's i've looked at his other stuff he does some very positive stuff he made a joke that i just didn't agree with and i and i just was like i just don't care like i'm going to i i do a lot of dumb takes and if you go to my, we've talked about it over and over again. If you go to my uh, my regular my regular profiles and TikToks and just like Facebooks and whatever, I do a lot of uh, uh, sarcastic shit, a lot of satire. But I'm perfectly aware that not everybody's gonna like it, and that I'm going to. I have to accept that not everyone is going to take my shit the same. And if I put myself public for people to respond, I have to understand and take responsibility for what I, for what I say. So this dude, um, a, a pretty popular du- dude who had like a hundred K followers said something about like making fun of kids who talk about like popular hardcore bands, quote unquote, like knock loose gulch, whatever there's a lot of gulch um knocked loose and all that shit all over all over tiktok because it is a younger gen z crowd like that's pretty fucking obvious it's 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 two plus two equals four it's that's that's the that's that shit it it there's no there's no fucking denying it i know you haven't been on on that app much but i feel like you it's not hard to pick up the vibe of like anyone can pick up the vibe. It's younger people. So people are going to have younger takes and, and a lot of newer people that are a little bit older, even like five years, five plus years are have joined the app within the last year because of the pandemic. So um, dude talked about like kind of making fun of it and people like started saying it was sarcasm. I was like, I don't care if it's sarcasm or not it's it was so dry i was like you did like without any context it just looks like you're slamming people i'm sorry i made i've made some i've made some satire that without context makes it look like i'm just being a complete ignorant fucking piece of shit so i when i when i haven't when people don't get it i provide context but if you can't provide if you are that dry and provide and don't provide context and your only context is well obviously 
it was joke because his other shit is joke. It's like, I don't care if you single out that shit. It was a bad take. I'm tired of, I don't let kids like what they fucking like. Stop. I don't care if kids are, have only been listening to knock loose, gulch, cold orange, all the, all the regular shit. Like let them like what they like. And guess what? They will find shit on their own or suggest them shit. But like the joke is there was a lot of people where the joke went over the head and it didn't go over my head. It was just like, I, I just thought it was bad satire. People have seen my shit and said, that's bad satire or that's that satire. So fucking, so fucking realistic. It's almost method acting. So I'm like, dude, just, I'm sorry, but unless you're going to not make your shit public, you can accept that people are going to have an opinion on your shit, joke or not. I was, and I said, joke or not, it was a trash take. And he like, he, all he did was just laugh and make fun of it. He, he stitched, he, and people started giving me hate because they showed my face and people came came to him he was like you just don't understand you're ignorant you're you're fucking ignorant this guy stands up for people it's like i'm not saying he doesn't i'm not saying he doesn't call out toxic males i'm saying his take was bad i am allowed to say if you and me chris we agree on a lot of things but if you if i said a bad take you would probably call me out on it if you said a really weird take that i'd be like uh, i don't understand that that's a little weird i'd probably just I, we would at least address that either it's a bad take or or that take was not fully developed. <laughs> I'm definitely more at the underdeveloped take level. Yeah, the tape. I don't think this guy meant to to do to do, but he but he doesn't he doesn't admit that it was underdeveloped. He just letting he's just letting his his people just come at me and tell me that you don't understand. It's a joke. You don't understand humor, bro. You know, Trevor, you know what this uh, just means? What? It means that you are now officially entering the legend shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Real legend shit. Real legend shit. With that, I feel like that has to be a talk, talk on another day. Um, yeah, that, that's going to be the next guest on the dude, show. Yeah, Chris... Me and Chris uh, did some. Check out our TikTok da at dahc two five three. I got him. I got him hooked a little bit, and I found some creators that um, don't necessarily they match our vibe and personality, but maybe not exactly in content. And then he reached out to someone who we didn't a bigger creator, which I didn't think he would hit us up, and I. Did he basically agreed to the interview and um, I don't even know what to fucking talk about with this person, but um, he, he's, he's great. Um, what's his fucking name? Um, what Chris, like, isn't it like roofer or something? Oh, roofing legend, roofing legend. Check out. I, all I can say is if we never if we never actually have this person, check out Roofing Legend on TikTok. He's probably the best creator, most uh, underrated creator on 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 the internet. Um, just top tier. 
it's it's what it's basically the thoughts that run through my head every day um that i that i'm not able to get out and this person just is so eloquent in uh in how he in how he um provides his his perspective and point of view and i'm and i'm it's it's very refreshing very refreshing so let's get into um i guess one more non-hardcore take is free silento or silento yep silento so do you hear doobie in the background yeah doobie's like free silento you heard free silento or yeah the dogs he he said free silento and i was like and he was like he was like that's my homie he said watch me whip watch me nay nay Doobie's like, watch me whip, watch me, arf, 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 dude. That's another thing with 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 uh with fucking uh TikTok. A lot of the 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 arf arf knocked loose. Um, <laughs> a lot of the arf arf knocked knocked loose breakdown. Oh man, I yep, I definitely got my my fill on that. Yeah, yeah then, uh, probably with one video. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, what's next on the agenda, boss? Um, yeah, free silento. Free silento. Um, that's. I don't even really know how to get into that. That's that's just. It, it one thing I will have to say that somebody said it said a take about it. It's. It's sad to see, you know, with, you know how like the music industry just kind of you know rips into artists like you know like people young artists that will basically was that dude created a song that was the culture for that for that like 2015 2016 a viral culture and then um you know wasn't able to really uh, didn't much much more of his music didn't really come out to the mainstream i don't think i didn't really hear much of from him and it seemed like he had some issues that uh, that were not being addressed, and uh, unfortunately, things happened, and like they're victims. And I'm not trying to say he's not hit, like he's not responsible for his own actions, because for from what the big story is, he allegedly killed his cousin. But that's it's it is fucking wild to to just to see that and just like see someone just fall into obscurity or not have their like or just be exploited and not have their not uh not have their uh their needs met or their pro or their problems heard so that on that on that note but regardless that that's all i gotta say i don't have enough context so please don't crucify me for this like um that it's uh the it's just weird be the the uh the whole the whole one hit wonder thing is a very interesting it's it's a it's an interesting world man like it's like the one hit wonders can sometimes you are like literally your one song is the cult is the can become the entire culture for for a year you're one when if you're if your one hit wonder is that good it could be everything and then and then absolutely nothing yo it's, trevor would you rather been thinking about this would you rather be known for a one-hit wonder or just scraping by being in a mediocre band 
like like literally people only known you as the you know watch me trev now watch me trevi you know something i feel like like i feel so here's the thing i think if we're talking about the rock world are are we saying like a pop artist or i guess like in this context just because the night there's a lot of 90s artists that are considered one hit wonders like gin Gin blossoms who have amazing music let's just say for like pop for pop okay yeah I, i would rather probably scrape by like if we're talking about the modern world because there's a lot of like obviously like alternative artists that did not intend to be one hit wonders and then uh we have like chumbawamba with tub thumping and they're like literally fucking crazy like anarchist punk like they they have like so much crazy like crazy shit like that that's more like like punk leaning that uh and it, they're legends in their own scene so so like so like that doing that is i think is pretty fucking cool so if you ever checked out other chumbawamba um and you're just you're a fucking punker you should definitely check out the content that that band has put out over the last 20 plus years um all, but ch- tub thumping is sick i do get knocked down and i do get up again nice Another band to check out uh, the people listening is a uh, wonderful band, Judd Judd. Oh, fuck, Judd Judd. Um, I want to I wanna do some more talk. I want to talk about Judd Judd more on, uh, on, t- on TikTok. I think, I think I would, I would love to see a Judd Judd revival within the kit. I think the, I think the TikTok kids would love, would love some Judd Judd. I honestly would love to get, Judd Judd uh, on vinyl. I haven't looked it up, but I've seen I've seen some people with that in their collections of their demos, their X demos X. Um, but that would be fucking sick. Always love for Judd Judd. We're back. So let's get into the music, the hardcore of what we're actually of what we're actually doing. So we started off the set with music from Torso, which is. I would say, so I call Torso Balanced Breakfast Hardcore the, because this shit has absolutely everything. For a, a modern hardcore punk band, this shit is absolutely perfect. Band from California, they have, they put out, I believe, three new songs. We played the song Weightless. Um, they had a record out in 2019 that I, that I kind of came – came to pretty late and uh this shit is is absolutely like the per like i said balanced breakfast hardcore if you want for for punk hardcore that is fast and and aggressive and has has all elements of just like of of a of a perfect of a perfect paid pace it's it's angry but not like you know, over the top to where it would be like considered like either D beat or something heavier. Like I said, it's it those are that torso is eating your Wheaties. I love that take. <laughs> that's so that's 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 what I gotta it's it if you like modern heart, you can't not like this torso is for fans of hardcore. I uh, I have not met too many people who don't like this band. Uh, so 
we're going to get into because we're playing a lot of alt music we're going to get into uh what i want to call uh dead air chill jams radio um which is going to be we're going to play there's going to be some hardcore put in there but there's going to be a lot of um post hardcore there's going to be a lot of like post punky shoegaze a little bit of like pop punk grunge um and a lot of hardcore adjacent shit thrown because we're doing a a very hardcore adjacent show so we're going to play a, a ton of music and uh we're gonna st- a lot of it uh, we're gonna start with a whole shitload of stuff from uh new new morality zine that came out a lot of it came out this past year and if you haven't heard this shit um there's a lot he uh nick from the label is a really really cool person um friends with kevin and ian and uh has has been a really a uh, has been a supporter of the show and just a support also supporter of hardcore, but has done a lot of hardcore adjacent stuff on this label this past year. And it's stuff worth checking out. Um, we're going to start with the band sweet soul from uh, California. They uh, came out with an, uh, with a new record on new morality titled so far, no further. Um, this shit really reminds me. It's, it has a little, obviously like that roots, like late seventies Ramones, um, pop punk style, not some, some nineties, uh, some early nineties, uh, pop punk as well, mixed with a very modern lens. So, uh, it's some stuff to really like, it, it's some, it's some really mid tempo stuff to really, that you can skate at skate to, or this could be like post post skate park, chilling music where you're not fucking falling asleep but you're you're hanging with your bros in uh getting your smoothie on as as a set your goals song once said um so we're gonna get to that and we're gonna play some more uh music off of new morality zine and we'll be back you're listening to dead air chill jams radio
Remember what it was like without real art shows? Kind of like now. Fucking bummer, dude. Make sure we still have an all-ages venue after all of this. Donate at realarttacoma.com slash donate. Make sure to check us out on social media at DeadAirNWCZ on both Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com slash DeadAirHardcoreRadio.
All right, Dead Air Chill Jams Radio coming back at you on the DAHC. 253. The DAHC uh, broadcasting on 253. What you do? How, 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 are you, how, how are you doing out there, Radio Land? Man, I used to be so much better. Like when when that lot when we were on radio and we had that live air thing, there was so much pressure to be like a real DJ. Nowadays, I just like I do like the freedom of not giving a fuck, but like I feel like it made for better air breaks. Probably probably cringy at first. I I wish that we actually recorded our shit and listened back to it, which we didn't. I have the last show that we ever did recorded and that actually sounded very good. But then, to be fair, we had some really professional DJs with us and on that on that show that carried the show. And but everything else was really honestly on the all ends, like the end of the show was pretty was pretty fucking um good. So shout outs, shout outs to nostalgia, shout outs to the past. Shout outs uh. to the dumb button. Dude, I'm. I do. We, sh- if we are able to go back in five years, we should do it. We should do a show on KGRG if it and if it, if it, like if we if we can get to a thirty-five year, that would be in three years. You know what? What the, our show could be called? It could what? be called the. The big sexy nighttime show. <laughs> <laughs> For context, there was our boss at the time when we were at college radio. His show was called the Big Sexy Morning Show, and um, he got called out for being kind. Of, he's a way better person. He's one of those people who got called out for being like kind of a bro into like a, and kind of toxic. And he has, he completely is like changed his fucking like tune and behavior and really great dude. I think it's just like it is, he, he is a victim of being a sports bro who the type of dude in Washington who wears shorts all year long, who wears shorts. It's not even cold, man. (laughs) Dude, why are you calling me out like that? Backward, backwards cap. Backward uh, adventure time cap. Okay, that's shit. That's shit sick. Um, but I don't have leg hair, so I can't. I can't ever do be on the vibes that some of you broy motherfuckers are on. So let's go to let's go to the music. So let's. Uh, so we started. So we started that uh, the set with uh, downward, which is super super like great melodic um to alt shoegate um shoegazy stuff we played your way um after that we played music um from glean uh this is all on uh this is all on new morality uh zine by the way glean they had a uh, a 2020 uh a 2020 demo and Definitely, um, kind of, kind of an early, early nineties, um, uh, self-described as, uh, sugar, um, mixed with quicksand. So everything on this, on this is, is even on the chill jams has a, a real, um, 
kind of like a hardcore adjacent uh, feel to it. Um, after that, so we played 45 by Glean. After that, we played It Will Appear as Such by Fake Eyes off of their record. Um, a Drip is All We Know. And this is like our first like six minute song on the show in a in a very long time um a very heavy a very heavy um shoe shoegaze um and hum influence after yes um all this shit is stuff um that you should go revisit i know you i know you uh you particularly like um you this is this is stuff that's that i feel like is mostly up your alley when i listen to this like a lot of this is like on a first listen basis so if you have um you know if you listen to this and you have other takes on it please let please let me know how you feel um after that we played lithgow by gi gi bill off their 2020 um demo and um shout out to to john lithgow um who who was uh how do you are you aware of of john lithgow do do you have any favorite john lithgow um movies or shows uh i'm 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 bad uh who is he okay okay he's he's the trinity killer in in dexter he's also one of the dads in um he's one of he he was in third rock from the sun he was oh okay he was also in uh i believe he was a dad in uh orange county i think he was in orange county um he that's those are the those are the ones i really I really re- I really remember recently he was in one of those uh the daddy's home um okay. he's also he's also Lord Farquaad in Shrek oh, okay that makes a lot of sense so you so okay, so I- there's Harry, Harry and the Hendersons um I'm I wouldn't pitch perfect three for anyone who gives a shit um raise oh fuck he was a raise he was in raising he was in raising cane um yeah just a bunch of fucking uh fucking good ass uh movies so i feel i don't know if that has anything to do with it um uh, but lithgow um gi gi bill has has more of like it's a title fight it's described as like title fight meets uh culture abuse um after this, we had played music from Thought Control, which is uh, New Jersey punk hardcore. Um, uh, so back to like kind of the hardcore roots on on the show. I'm on the um, on the shit. Hold on. Um, we played "We Don't Need You" off of their "Shock to Your System" record that they came out with last year. Um, and uh, you could check out a wit. So whenever I see like Greg Gordon um, post something, I already know that he's probably going to be able to describe it way better than me. So go to their Bandcamp, thoughtcontrol.bandcamp.com, um, and his description of the band is much 
it's going to be much more deeper and and more well spoken than I will ever be able to do cuz I'll be like it's punk it's good listen to it um kind of kind of they he said it's just definitely um a new like you know more ref, refined re- reformation of ev of really good 80s hardcore um kind of kind of with the uh, along the same lines of bands like electric chair and armor. Um, so if you are fans of those current, um, punk hardcore bands, you're going to, to like, um, thought control and just shout out once again to numerality zine. There's a lot of, of sleeper of shit that, um, you might've not listened to that. I've barely listened to. So this is a really huge, like this is a really huge dump of music that I'm, that I'm throwing on for this label of, shit that you should definitely um that you should definitely check out um and after that we played some more um some grunt some kind of some kind of more grungy um grungy music with uh it's definitely shoegaze grunge and a very low it, it comes in it comes in very quiet with the music and it's, and I think that's on purpose. And, um, after that we played and we, so we played, uh, cars, car parks and recreation off their promo promo 2020. And after that we played Holy figures with, uh, Lucio off of luck of the, off their uh, record, luck of the jaw. Um, honestly, just, uh, just more really, um, some, some, uh, some more, some more hardcore adjacent, like gets heavier at times, but, uh, as, um, kind of, kind of, uh, relative to bands like narrow, Narrowhead and slow blind. If you haven't checked out the new Narrowhead record, um, I would definitely check that out. Uh, I'll, I'll eventually, have you checked out the Narrowhead record, Chris? Oh yeah. It was on one of my top releases. Okay. Yeah. That shit's, that shit's really good. So I feel like, you would personally like almost every everything that I just that I just talked about. All right, you heard it first, folks. Uh, if I'm wrong, I don't know. You could beat me up, I guess. I guess. I, uh, how about how about if you're wrong, I'll I'll do a TikTok of you. Yeah, dude. I mean, you could beat me up on TikTok Live, or or beat me up on TikTok, or. Okay, if I'm wrong, you you get to pick you get to pick any song and I have to do a very embarrassing med- bedroom mosh to it. Okay, deal. You get to pick it could be fucking anything. Maybe this could be like our Patreon episode. Um, I have some we're we'll we'll do some brainstorming after this for our I want to write down a couple ideas for our Patreon episodes, but uh Okay. Also, if you have an idea, if you're hearing us talking and you think there is something really stupid you would like us to either do on video or do on an episode for Patreon, um, and you and you want to support the show and like what we're doing, um, please deadairnwcz at gmail.com and we will – I guess we, we will succumb to peer pressure because, you know, cash, rule, cash rules everything around me and Chris – um so i think it's time to to bring it over to somerset thrower um so we're gonna play um lucky you off of their triple b uh 
record titled Paint My Memory um, that was released la- uh, last year. We'll be back. You're listening to Dead Air, Chill Jams, Meets Hardcore, and uh, and so much more. Adrenaline still feeding now 
All right. Um, so, Somerset Thrower, I'm here with a couple of the members. Um, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves? Name, uh, what you do in the band, and anything else you would like the world to know. Fun fact. Uh, <laughs> oof. Uh, I'm Tim. I play drums in Somerset Thrower. Fun fact. Uh, I don't know. Really glad Frank isn't here to do this with us. <laughs> um, my name's John. I, I play guitar in Somerset Thrower. Uh, fun facts: um, we're the uh, the band is actually the reigning champions of uh, Long Island '90s Adam Sandler trivia, and we are currently accepting challenges. That's true, <clears throat> dude. I I feel like, man, I think. If this was a math, I would say I'm Adam Sandler. Adam, I would say remedial Adam Sandler. I I know oh. enough. I know enough to get by. Like, like on the first day, I would like probably get every single every single reference and and go from there to the. I mean, what considered how how do you consider yourself an Adam Sandler expert? We, we competed in a uh, trivia uh, that was specifically 90s Sandler trivia, and uh, we ran the table on pools. It was, uh, it was embarrassing yeah. for everyone. So, so, so it so it covered covered everything from from stand from stand up to all Happy Madison to to SNL. to S to yeah. SNL. Yeah. Might mm-hmm. be some right. some other stuff. I feel like I feel like I know. I feel like I know enough to get by, but like, I feel like you guys would, I'm, I'm confident enough that you are, that you guys would smoke me. Yeah. Well, we have a picture <laughs> of us with the, uh, the winning certificate. We'll send it your way after this, uh, after <laughs> for authentic <laughs> just, just proof, just for authenticity. Yeah. We need, we, we need fact checkers these days. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't, I can't, um, I can't take any baseless claims on this show. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to just throw that around without any, uh, you know, photographic evidence. Yeah, no, yeah. we got, we got the proof. I think '90s, well, '90s Sandler is like where you would want to be. Like, I don't think, like, all I can think of for for um, the next decade of Sandler is what click, funny people, a lot of, like, a lot of anger management in there. Oh, oh, anger management is great. Um, um fucking little Nikki. What was the ba- what was the one? It was it what what was the there was like the family. What was the family one that they did like a bunch of um ones with what with uh like what grown was ups. grown ups? They had grown ups, grown ups, grown ups too. Yeah. Didn't they have almost? Did they have a yeah, grown ups three? Chuck and Larry. I bet you they have a grown ups three in the works as we speak. <laughs> And it's gonna make like two hundred million dollars at the box office. Well, yeah. and now you got you got like Sandler's. Um, uh, have you watched any of his Netflix uh, ones? No. no. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> there was one. There was one with. There. I, I watched one, and it was not good. No, <laughs> I, I had to dip my toe in there for sure. Uh, well, one thing I have to be glad about is there's that. Netflix exists and straight to 
straight-to-DVD movies don't exist anymore because most yeah. of these, that's what these would be. I mean, what was the one where they... Uh, there was one where him and Jennifer Aniston got, like, uh, framed for... for murder. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see it, but uh, I heard bad things. <laughs> it, well, well, some of his early like stuff that he's been doing over the like twenty tens. That's what most of those movies should have should have been, just like because that's oh, what yeah. these were. <laughs> Dude, fucking like Jack and Jill, and um, that's my uh, boy. Bad. <laughs> his latest one, what was it? Hubie, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, we have a, fr- a friend Tone who will defend Hubie Halloween. Oh, no yeah. end. All of those movies, he likes all those. Yeah, movies. he he loves them. I don't. He's a thirty-three-year-old man. I don't know. He's a loyal guy. You know. I know. He has changed really. I mean, I mean, we there's a whole podcast of uh, called "Every Movie Is Good" uh, with the <laughs> with the uh, members of um, Odd Man Out and Gag um, that. That they, they did, they like literally, they will take all those movies and literally just like hype them to find anything (laughs) possible good about it, even if it's just like the most minuscule thing. And it's never good movies. It's always, it's always something like like they did a whole thing on why Hubie Halloween is good. It's a genius idea. It's it's honestly concept. Shout out to Casey, shout out to Joey, shout out to Every Movie is Good podcast. So let's talk about, uh, let's get some deets on band for people who haven't uh, listened to your band before. Um, what what's the what what's the established date of this of this group? When did it, when what would be like the official like Tim, you, you start? Probably know that more than I do. Uh, I think really like 2013. I think we put out a demo in 2013. So, geez, yeah. almost eight years ago. Yeah, Tim and I. Well, I guess the kind of what happened was we were all in other bands on Long Island, um, and all of our bands kind of broke up. And um, Tim and my now wife were working at the same Starbucks, um, not far from where I was living at the time. So I'd go and, and visit my wife and talk to Tim. And we had been in similar circles, you know, listening to each other's bands and stuff, but we weren't really that tight, um, but we became tight. And um, he invited me to, to jam with him and, and Frank. And uh, then we added Connor into the mix. And we actually probably had five other songs before we released that demo, but um, we decided to shelve those and, yeah, so I guess 2013, we put a demo. I think it was towards the end of the year, maybe in the fall. Yeah, I want to say it was like October, November 2013. And what do you tell somebody who hasn't listened to your band before? What do you tell, What is like somebody who actually gets like, not not like your coworker or something, but somebody who gets the references of of your band? What do you what do you like to say your band? is a specifically co-worker Co-worker, you could say hey my band sounds like smash mouth and that would probably be good enough for for them i usually just tell people who don't know i'm just like yeah it's a punk band and they're like oh and then they stop asking questions 
Like, yeah. they, they don't give a fuck. And once you say that, and it's like, all right, cool. I don't want to talk about this. Exactly. Well, that that's perfect. I love that. That's perfect. Just say fucking anything. Unless, unless you say, unless you find like, have like the bro tat, um, uh, fucking, <laughs> fucking, uh, coworker who are, who's like, um, if you say your band sounds like Nickelback or five finger death punch, you might, that you might, uh, uh want to, uh, take a step back before you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, don't want, you don't want that dude hitting up the Spotify page, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think I, I'm like with Tim. I kind of just say we're a punk band. I mean, obviously that's a huge genre and stuff, but you know, post hardcore, I guess. You know, '90s kind of indie emo influences. Yeah. But, so with putting with putting yourselves on like labels like Triple B like and like just like the refer the references of of bands that have been cited and people have, uh, have thrown around um, you yourselves have um, I believe in in an interview has uh, cited like bands like from my area like Seaweed um, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. how do you guys feel about how do you guys feel about the hardcore adjacent uh, title? Because I feel like it's it's kind of a broad, it's a very interesting and broad term. People yeah. n- non-core, hardcore adjacent, like you could almost say that on you could almost say that for anything. Anybody who like I feel like it has to be something that actually gives like nods to punk. Like, and I I think it's appropriate for for your band, but like sometimes <clears throat> it'll be like any band on Run for Cover. Someone will call a hardcore adjacent uh band and i'm like i feel like that's it's a little too sometimes it's a little too generous yeah i agree um i think i mean we all grew up playing in hardcore bands mostly and punk bands so that influence just comes natural to us but i i mean we're definitely not trying to be a hardcore band but we it's in there somehow i don't know but we, we play a lot of shows at hardcore bands we still go to hardcore shows all the time too so i don't know if it's something we're trying to do i think it's just there like naturally i feel like yeah yeah i think we like, like learned how to be in bands playing hardcore you know so like that's kind of like you know the first bands that i were in and, and tim were in were punk bands hardcore bands so that's like kind of how we identify i guess as musicians or whatever that's our foundation and then as time goes on, I think you get into new shit and you try to like, you know, you get better at your instrument or you start listening to other genres or whatever. But socially, like those those bind those um, friendships that you make and stuff um, through hardcore, they tend to stick around. So then you get into a new band and you want to play with your friend's band and they're a hardcore band or they're a heavier band or whatever. So I think just like it's just a natural evolution of kind of the scene that we grew up in. So I think it makes sense, you know. I don't I don't think about those terms like as far as genres for my band or other bands or whatever, but I think it makes sense. And in your specific area, I'm like I'm not um too familiar with like all the history as far as like as far as like non-punk or hardcore or hardcore is considered. I know there's obviously other like adjacent bands out there in your neighboring uh scenes, but uh well is there um I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to word this correctly. Uh, 
what's like the what's like the history of bands with your uh melodic sound and your specific sound in your area or if you, are you a a stand feel like you're a stand almost a standalone no i think long island has a pretty rich history of really good melodic hardcore just melodic punk um in general like uh garden variety is a band from the 90s that huge influence on us one of my favorite bands ever uh silent majority yeah absolutely uh, best, one of the best to ever do it um i mean even bands like like Glassjaw and movie life like they're come from hardcore scene like but it obviously became much bigger but they're super melodics i can some of my favorite bands of all time okay i maybe i'll rein this in a little specifically like in the last decade no i that's that that was let me rein that because because a lot of people who know that area are are would be familiar would be familiar but uh but more in like maybe from people who are who are disconnected from past two thousand past 2005 from going on to now i don't know like iron chic oh yeah yeah that uh so Mike from uh, he plays bass in Iron Cheek. He runs Dead Broke Records. He put out all of our releases. Um, and Phil, who plays guitar, he recorded a bunch of our stuff early on. Um, or you know, we still play shows with them all the time. I love Iron Cheek. How long has that been? I I'm not. So I I see that band. Um, you know the name thrown around. How long has that band been doing shit? Like as I've seen, I've seen, I've listened to them on and off. Are they yeah. newer, or are they only like in, within the last ten years? I want to say probably two thousand nine or nine or ten when the first record came out. So yeah, a little over ten years ago. Yeah, there were a few years before we started playing shows because our old bands would play with them. And but uh, Phil and Mike and actually everybody in that band are basically staples of kind of our Long Island, you know, punk scene. There's there's you know like Tim was kind of talking about. Pre all that stuff, there was a lot of different type, types of bands. You know, a lot of the, obviously Long Island hardcore was big, but there was also a really big DIY kind of punk community on Long Island that really Iron Sheik um, has continued that kind of vibe for you know throughout the 2010s and you know into where we're at now. So, because for like heavy yeah. bands right now, there's like for Long Island, there's a Hangman, right? Hangman's Long Island. Yep. Yeah, and Saint Mary. Incendiaries, Long Island. Um, I guess King Nine too. I guess they, they said that they're Long King Nine. Yeah. Sanction King Nine. Okay, so all Long Long Island. I'm yeah. And I'm track the- before they broke up. The big, you know, all Long Islanders. You know, so they're you know in the 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 period of time that what we were really forming our musical taste and like going to shows a lot when like talking about when Tim and I were like probably thirteen to like. 17 18 there was a, a lot of diversity and you know certainly tons of hardcore bands you had like crime and stereo during that time getting you know doing their thing kill your idols um tons of bands backup plan you know a, a lot of really great long island bands and then then like the next kind of wave that that those bands that you're we just mentioned kind of happened when we were getting into our 20s and it, it kind of shifted back to a little bit more of that kind of heavier long island thing like vod kind of style or you know a lot of these younger bands like like hangman you mentioned really into the 
kind of 90s New York, you know, not Long Island, but New York City kind of style mm-hmm. thing. So it's always kind of um, changing a little bit, you know, like certain little flavors always coming out, which is cool. So going back to like the broad, because um, with, so with something that's more like in the more melodic or alt, alt rock, you, you can, there's a lot of uh, people who can listen to your music and not have to have any references as to some f- for other forms of punk and hardcore. Sometimes there is, there is levels to that. Um, so, so with where somebody will be like, Oh, that's a, that band sounds like negative approach. They could, somebody else could with no references can listen to your band and be like, Oh, that's cool music. And, and, and have no, and ha- not need, and not need that. So, um, has there ever been a band that somebody has attached to your sound that you're like, I don't agree with that at all. Like your band sounds like X band. John and I are probably thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah. Almost every review we get, it says we sound like Jawbreaker. Uh-huh. I I kind of I I came into this knowing that you wouldn't like that at all. Yeah, like it's that's the obvious. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the obvious we, low. We both love Jawbreaker. I think the whole band loves Jawbreaker, but I yeah. I don't hear it. I mean, it's fine. I just think uh, I think that Jawbreaker is just like one sound that has nothing to do with what we're doing, but um. I try not to get <laughs> too <clears throat> upset about it because obviously people like jaw- like Jawbreaker, so if they're using it as a comp, like it's probably a good thing. But I just I don't hear it. It's yeah. a it's a broad it's a very broad brush. Like I can't say yeah. that I can't that I can't hear it. But like when you put your yeah. other reference it when you put your other references down and like when I um we have a lot of uh, like diehard um seaweed fans here in Tacoma like literally living like just not too far from uh from Spanaway itself um so like i can you know put that back to back and see the and see the references more than uh m- more than jawbreaker but i'm not going to say it's not it's not necessarily there but uh it's not the in- the intent isn't there, if that makes sense. The intent is more yeah. in, in the references that yeah. you're... I mean, our, our intent is really never to... I mean, we're in a four-piece band and we play guitar, bass, and drums, so uh, like basically everything's been done, right? We're, we're just trying to come up with what we think is cool, but I get that. You know, like Jawbreaker or even Seaweed. Uh, I get the Seaweed like, thing a lot, a lot yeah. more than the Jawbreaker thing. But they're both like touchstone bands for a certain time for a certain sound, and you know that's that's a it makes sense. It's a it's a it's a reference that makes sense. Sometimes you know what we hear a lot is gin blossoms. There's been like three reviews that mention the gin blossoms, and hey, those are really good songs too. But I just I don't know if I hear that. You gotta. Tra- I, know it's kinda- I think I, I think, think someone someone like you, Trevor, who knows um, punk and hardcore and would understand the references more than someone who's like, you mentioned it before, someone who's never listened to punk or hardcore can listen to us and say, Hey, this kind of sounds like the gym blossoms. Whereas someone who listens to punk and hardcore would be like, Oh, this sounds like seaweed. And, you know, like it, yeah. it's a big difference. There's a big difference, but I think, 
I can't say that I can't tra- that I can't trace like, but that's but that's the thing. It's a the it's a broad it's a it's a broad genre. You don't have to intentionally write music to not, to have those to have those lines to have connections in 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 any in any respect. Like there, I think there's some some vocal cues that unintentionally uh, go to something that's a that sometimes that's a little bit more uh accessible that i can on tap as a as as i can connect in my mind to something mm-hmm. somewhat like jim blossoms not not complete there's it's not an yeah, all or, it's not an all or nothing thing whatsoever yeah no, no. there's choruses in there you know yeah, yeah. there's there's I mean, parts we, we, we we've tried to write hooks every once in a while you know we do like not accessible but you know melodic i try i try i try to pick if i'm listening to something before i like talk to people i like to pick apart as literally much as possible so like i said there is there there'll be a part that's like this two this two to five seconds sounds like jim blossoms (laughs) not the band this two to yeah, five yeah. this two to five yeah. seconds. Okay. <laughs> this one this one vocal part. Not n- um, you know. But that yeah. but we don't have Listen, to, we don't have those to are fix great it. Sounding records at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm happy to be in the conversation. We don't we don't have to we don't have to fixate because you have your own um very well done and cohesive uh record here on um triple b with paint my memory you guys want to talk uh just tell us anything you would want people to know about uh this record um yeah yeah so this record is our second record um full length our second full length as you mentioned it's joint release with triple b it's also um released on dead broke records who's mike we mentioned earlier um yeah this record actually kind of get came together pretty quickly um i don't know maybe tim has a different perspective on it but we we were writing these songs for a while and we had made plans to record them uh we worked really hard on you know kind of writing them and perfecting them well you know crafting them so to speak and then we made uh plans for studio time and then basically you know covid was like like right over our shoulders essentially so we um we recorded it and then we couldn't do anything for months you know because obviously we were locked down and and you know us being in new york and to and tim and connor being in new york city is it's like it's pretty scary during that time so we had two weekends right before really the pandemic went nuts and and we recorded it and then we didn't know what to do uh with it really we kind of we knew it sounded good we knew we liked it um and then it was a few months before we decided, hey, fuck it, we'll just put it out and see what happens. Um, but so here we are now. I think it's I think it's a good record. I think you know it definitely represents what we try to do. You know, which is you know kind of weave all those influences that we mentioned before into something that sounds coherent. So uh, I'm proud of it. I think it sounds good. Tim, what do you think about the record? Uh. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it came together pretty quickly because we, our first record, Godspeed, we probably played like, I think we figured it out. We played like 60 or 70 shows that year after it came out. So we didn't, weren't really writing 
until like late 2019, mid 2019. And then we recorded in early 2020. So we did all 10 songs probably within like four or five months of each other, which is fast for us. I don't, it's probably not fast for anyone else, but, um, you know, we don't get a ton of time to practice or write together. So it came together nice and easy for us. We didn't, you know, we didn't record any extra songs. Like everything we recorded is on the record. Um, yeah, I think I, I love, I love the way it came out. I love the way it sounds. Love, love the layout. Becca later did a great job with the, the photos and the cover art and everything. And I think the only question was, do we wait to put it out in 2021 or do we wait, do we, should we just put it out, you know, whenever it's ready to go or whenever the uh, pressing plants can have the vinyl ready. And I think we just decided, fuck it. Like just, I don't, let's not sit on this anymore. Let's, you know, let's let people are at home, you know, they, they could listen to music now more now than ever before probably. So, um, I go back and forth whether it's, I think that was the best decision, but I'm really glad we did it because, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, we definitely are, have reached more people now than we ever have with this record. Definitely. definitely. You know, and, and kind of Tim made a good point there is like, we're not a full-time band in the sense that even before the pandemic that, you know, we would be touring a lot or, you know, um, practicing or, or five days a week or living together or any of that kind of stuff. So we've all got jobs and, families and stuff so uh it was important for us to like you know we put a lot of work into it made a lot of time to get that that record sounding as good as it does and we wanted to put it out so i'm i'm good with that decision i think we're all going to look back on this time and wonder you know really what was going on culturally and musically and stuff but uh it was good to put some stuff out into the world while while everyone was kind of in the same situation i think this has been this has been a very um hot topic uh specifically in in the uh music world because everybody has been uh just patiently or impatiently waiting um i'm sure you've heard from you know being in a band being connected to other people in bands that you know there's or maybe even talking to people um you know who book shows that People, people have made have have continually made, uh, you know, assumptions and promises of when of when this is going to, uh, and and people there's people who are hopelessly hopelessly optimistic out there in the world, and uh, I think yet it's just like if you have shit put like put your shit out like do just just yeah. just do it now don't say it. Don't if you have it, put it out, put it out now, and then, and then f- focus on shit when the time comes. Because who knows when the time comes, and the time is going to be, it's going to be an awkward time because it's going to be eased in, and then it's going, it's either going to be eased in or it's just going to be all chaos when everyone is uh, free to go or we have enough people vaccinated out there in the world. Yeah, I mean that could be a year from now, like maybe or more i don't like who knows like, people want to be so optimistic and it's just like yeah. <laughs> um yeah. i don't we, we've, we're i think we're all on the same page in the band at least to be like you know because when we made that decision to put the record out it was very clear that things were not going to come back as soon as everyone had hope so like we could be still sitting on it and what good does that really do us you know it was good to just kind of put it out 
luckily it was well received, you know, and then we can move on, write new tunes and, and put those out eventually. So I think you just need time to let it breathe. Cause people will, will find if you, if you didn't, I don't know how you feel about, how did you personally feel about, um, any reaction reception to, to mute to, to the music you put out without being able to, uh, perform or tour it in a real setting um how do we feel about it yeah how do you how did you how do you personally feel it sucks (laughs) (laughs) no i'm saying how did you feel about the reception to your record oh oh Oh, uh, did that suck i mean if be honest if that sucked being like no, these people, I was like, do be like, dude, do better. These people, dude, the no, people who no, listen no. to our record think fucking think suck. Think <laughs> think out of tens. Uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, no, no, it's, I, it's been great. It's been, um, yeah, it's, it, it's surprising. Um, but I feel like with triple B, we got a whole lot more people to listen to it than the last record nice. anyway. So maybe we're getting more feedback than usual too, which is good. But uh, yeah, no, the feedback's the next one. They, you know, that usually that's usually how it, how it works, dude. Triple B has has been not. It's not that I wouldn't. It, there's a lot of bands I wouldn't have uh, been put on to if it wasn't for if it wasn't for for the B. Yeah, yeah. shout out, yeah, man. absolutely. Sam's the man, even though he kicks my ass in Call of Duty. That's fine. I'm not mad about it. Um, no, I think, you know, like maybe what Tim was trying to say before was that it sucked not being able to play the shows because we felt like, yeah, cause, because the reaction and the reception to the record was really good. Like, surprisingly, you know, we got more people streaming it, buying it, pre-ordering it, all that kind of stuff. You know, we've seen the love out there in the world, which is awesome for us because, you know, we kind of fly under the radar a little bit. But, you know, I think the reason why we feel a little like why we said it sucks is because we would love to be playing shows right now because you know, we're reaching more people and the shows would be that much more fun. Absolutely. Is what it is. I mean, no, if it, it really, it really, uh, it really be like that. And you just have to, uh, embrace, embrace change. It could be being adaptable is, uh, is extremely important because like, I think it's, it's the payoff. Um, in the end, I'm like, uh, just sitting on your ass and not, and not doing anything and just, and, and just wishing that shit will get better and just go out there and create your shit and create your shit that I'm, I'm giving myself advice. I'm giving you advice. I should be giving myself as well. <laughs> like I'm, I'm that type of person. That I'm like, you, t- you give really good, adv- you give you give really good advice. Why don't you fucking take it as <laughs> Giving advice and taking advice, not the same thing. Not the same. So somebody was like, you, you need to learn to love yourself more. It was like, and somebody will say that back to me, like, you too. I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's not what I, that's, that's not what we're doing here. Yeah. They don't understand the situation. <laughs> no, you love yourself, sir. Yes. Anyways, so uh, any 
thank you so much for taking the time to uh to uh do this um any last things you want to you want to uh address before we uh before we get off the line john what do you got oh man i don't know um... anything you want want people want people to know about about you about adam sandler um about adam sandler. give 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 us an give, give us an adam sandler fact that will that will help us that will help us win um well, yeah so this is a good this is actually is all credit due to tim is in happy gilmore they auction off the grandmother's house and the winning bid goes to shooter mcgavin but the, the number that we all couldn't remember was two seventy five, right? Twenty seventy five thousand dollars. Jeez! Winning trivia question: two hundred seventy five thousand dollars for Grandma's <laughs> house. I'm happy one more. That's right. But no, other than that, no, I don't. You know, we we just grateful to be on the show. Thanks for everyone that's listening to the record. Um, yeah. You know, Thanks, they're. They're still available. You know, there's some color vinyl, I think, still through Dead Broke and on our band camp and stuff. And we did a live stream uh, a couple weeks ago with SOS Booking. So shout out to Nate. That's up on YouTube. Um, check that out. And uh, that's it, you know. Tim, anything from you? Yeah, I was going to say the live stream is on YouTube. It's on our YouTube and SOS's YouTube channel, so... That was a lot of fun to do. We were on uh, with Angel Dust and uh, King Nine did a Q and A that same night. It was a lot of fun. Um, so check out the Angel Dust set too and the Somerset set. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to Twenty Seven A Brewing, uh, Long Island Brewery, who uh, who made a beer for us to paint my memory lager. So go check that out too. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna get out of here. You listen to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio.
Well, here goes. Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us. Dead air, you're in Martian. Shout out to Somerset Thrower. Um, we're about to end the show. This is Dead Air Two Hours Hardcore Radio, and in the Chill Jams. I hope you, if you like the hardcore adjacent shit, let me know. We'll maybe do like a whole like hardcore adjacent episode because uh, I know me and Chris are are big fans of the of the hardcore adjacent, and I'm sure you know as as you get older, even if you're a fan of hardcore, you usually either go sometimes go into more of like a metal realm and and be like a lot of uh heavy heavier metal and non-hardcore stuff with your non with your non-hardcore stuff and sometimes you go more like softer with your non-hardcore stuff like i feel like when i was like in my early 20s or uh it was a so- it was a solid mix but if i feel like i feel like now just cuz i i had um I get back into where I like, I have to, I want to listen to this block of bands. Then I listen to this block of bands every once in a while. I'll be like, be like kind of ADD all over the place with my listening. But like, sometimes I want to, I'm, I'm, uh, I get into specific moods. I don't know if that's the same with you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of more like the same, you know, like yeah. what, what, what kind of a uh, mood you've been in lately? Um, I'll be today today let's let's check my let's check my spotify um today i've been strictly i've been strictly like crossover with um killing time Iceman, um some breakdown what else what else did i what else did i, I put some sam black church in there um I had some hate breed and then, and then the other day, um, I, I was, I was listening to like straight fucking country. Nice. (laughs) And then like a week ago was just like all R and B. I love it. So that's the vibe. No, for real. Also, like, 
Shout out to there's some really actually some really cool people on TikTok that also make like make playlists for people. Oh, and, cool. and like that that shit's that shit's cool. It's got me onto some real cool like alt country shit and like like because I used to be awesome at making playlists. I just don't have the time. This is the playlist I make. I can only I can only commit to making this one playlist a week. So other people that make playlists, I appreciate you. Um, that make like actual thought out pr- playlists and not like corporate bullshit Spotify playlists. Um, yeah, true. So let's. So we ended it with um, four twenty two off of Somerset Throwers Paint My Memory record. Check it out. Um, I'm happy to have, even though it's more adjacent, more Triple B records bands on uh, the show. Triple B is one of my favorite uh, labels. uh, Has been one of my favorite labels over the last couple of years. Um, Also, shout out to New Morality Zine. Um, uh, Just a quick, um, going back to that, every single release that we played on there is free on Bandcamp. So I would highly suggest downloading or give them or if you really like what you heard buy merch go to their um go to their websites go to their um social medias and uh check out these bands buy merch from them or donate money where you can um i think that shit's i think that shit's awesome um i i it has been a long time since i've done a like whole like kind of a showcase of a label, but there's a lot of stuff I, I had not um, given a proper listen, which when, when it was well-deserved. So shout out to numerality zine, shout out to uh, triple B records. And uh, we're going to finish, we finish it up with some uh, heart, with some actual, some punk hardcore um, with two bands that have similar names we got Buggy with uh, Ride the Blue Wave. Um, I talked about their demo in March that came out, which is a really good demo. Um, I believe Anthony, who's in gel, is also in Buggy. Um, also, Anthony, I see Anthony do a ton of fucking cool shit um, all over the internet. <laughs> he, he's just like one of those dudes who just like, jams and throws out demos left and right by himself and i'm like i really wish i could be that person respect i one of these days one of these days i would like to get i want to get gear back and actually and actually try to learn just about everything maybe before i get put in the ground Got time, baby. Got nothing. See those TikToks of the you shredding, dude. Got got nothing but time. Uh, also, shout out to Casey from from uh, every 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 movie is good podcast. Um, real real quick, um, how are you feeling about by all means? How are you feeling about how are you feeling about your new? Um, your new de- your new uh it's a demo ep yeah ep how are you doing your new EP? yeah like ep it's um, like an ep or is an ep we're gonna go with for fans of eps for f- ffo 
EPs. Exactly. Um, I, we've been getting uh, some um, interesting takes, let's just say. Like, I know, like, you know, in person, I gave you, like, uh, some, like, popular, like, you know, for fans of. Soul I, Soul might, Soul. I might have influenced that a, 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 a smidge on accident because I said something on a social media and and a few few people uh liked that and might have ran with it I'm not sure people when I say something people don't tell me you know this you know this for sure like you see me post something on Twitter and then somebody will reply to it whether it's Nate Levi or somebody else in the tw- in the in the reply gets more likes more more like um more interactions than my actual post and i feel like it's a fucking conspiracy against me you motherfuckers you motherfuckers are straight up are plotting against me you you motherfuckers are plotting my downfall with this shit you're trying to keep me down the goal is to get you ratioed. <laughs> you want you literally are. That's and that's what your motherfuckers are doing. I think there's more people on the internet that do that on purpose for me that have to make <laughs> fake accounts. I bet you, some of you, there you are faking as Christians on the internet to <laughs> saying you've and and fucking and ratio ratioing me all over all over the internet just to. <laughs> just to send me into social media hell <laughs> you're trying to you you're, you guys are trying to force me off and get me and get me with parlor with the rest of the fucks but real quick before i send you off to parlor land uh <laughs> can i tell you what like my favorite um uh, review has been of the by all means thing go ahead <laughs> uh, Labeled as beat down with charisma. <laughs> That's this sick. Is like a random blog. I feel like it was. It's like a year. A blog. blog. A blog yeah. did this. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. It 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 seems it's giving me very like Euro blog because I see a lot of Euro bands like listed on this because we it was like part of a list. Shout, shout out to Caleb for charisma. True. <laughs> Wait, who has the charisma though? Is it you? Is it? I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's probably Jackson. Let's be real. Oh uh, yeah, Jackson got the charisma. Straight up. I don't think Jackson actually knows me. We don't. I don't feel like we don't actually really know each other. <laughs> really, I think, I think he's the only person in the band that I don't know. I don't know shit about. Didn't uh, Jackson come on the show before? No. I thought Caleb had another homie on here. Yeah, the other one that's not in the band. That's not in the band. Yeah. Uh, Ty- is it Tyler? Tyler was it Tyler? Yeah, is it Tyler? Oh yeah, yeah, it's Tyler. <laughs> that's even more funny. No, he's sick. He he should be in the band, man. He oh, that's his 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 work. He his words are riffs. He he the way he says things. He is he he makes mosh parts with his mouth and his mind, just so by it- just with the knowledge that he drops. In, in other words, he's like a modernized Judd Judd. 
Dude, what I would love to do a whole Judd Judd episode. That might have to be a Patreon episode. Okay. A Judd a Judd Judd episode. Trace it. I'd, or I would just do a whole Judd Judd episode where we get the I heard like so there was an I believe there was an article where Judd where it was like where Judd Judd was like uh hard to to uh to like track down to actually talk to. But um yeah, so so uh, so it would be interesting, but I would I'd love it. Judge a fucking fucking judge a uh, no tolerance for instruments. Um, hell yeah! So let's finish it up with we played buggy. Now we're gonna get to bug in. Um, this band is uh, now on Flat Spot Records, which is fucking cool. They have a two song release um, on Flat Spot. Um, titled Brain Freeze and uh, two songs um, we're, we're going to play Brain Freeze um, they also have a Beastie Boys cover that I haven't listened to yet so I'm not going to give a review on that but the fact that it is a Beastie Boys cover is fucking sick um, Buggin is a really really good up and coming hardcore band support young people in hardcore support support fucking gen z when it comes to music we should all be coming together and not fucking um you know getting down on people if you want this if you're if you're over the age of 25 and you want this music to survive um this this is the these bands these kids are our fucking future so uh so support them because we're not obviously you know 25 to 3 we're not we're not um dead yet but we're definitely um not we're not fucking uh the youngins anymore we're the people who've been going to shows usually for quite some time and uh don't be a dick <laughs> yeah we're gonna be old heads i'm so i was already my the first time i was pronounced an old head was at 24 which was weird i didn't think about but but I, it kind of made sense to me because I was like, okay, let's let's think. I'm 24, been going to shows since I was 16, um, eight years. I could see my a bit feel like I'm almost by that point. I was almost there for a decade, so I was like, that tracks. Especially because people don't. Some people do not stay in the scene for more than a year or two years, if depending. People, people, you don't see people there. There's a good amount of people that don't go to shows after three or four years. So eight years is a long fucking time. And it's been, uh, one out of 25, that was seven years ago. Um, so net, so now if I'm, at, I'm at 15 years. Um, so yeah, I'm old. <laughs> So, so let's get, let's get back to it. We're going to finish up with the, uh, we're going to finish up with brain freeze by bugging any last words, Chris. Um, just real legend shit. All real, I leg- real, real legend shit. Can you take me higher? Walmart. Wal- Walmart. Wisdom and loyalty makes all roofers true. Peace. <laughs>